We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Kits and Wagers, where we discuss kits and wagers. Well, no, we, we're wearing kits and we're, we discuss wagering on football, a.k.a. soccer. Depends where you're listening. I am Adam Zedroik, a writer at Rotowire, joined with Chris Owen, also a writer at Rotowire. First off, Chris, how are you doing? And tell us about your kit of the day. Yeah, I'm doing great. Um, nice to uh, – it was a little touch and go last night when I was watching that uh, U.S. men's national team game. Um, you know, down 1-0 at the half and then, you know, quick four after the interval. After the interval, So that was great. But, um, yeah, so I'm doing pretty well. Um, I got here the Seattle Sounders, uh, I think the Jimi Hendrix-themed um, kit that they put out this year. It's, I think it's one of their alternates. But, yeah. Um, I don't know much about style, but I, I know that Jimi Hendrix is one of the most stylish dudes to ever walk the planet. So any any opportunity that you can get to wear a little bit of Jimi Hendrix drip, you have to uh, take that chance. So um, that's my kit for the day. So they, you said it's their third kit. Do they actually wear that when, when they uh, play at all? Yeah, I was actually at uh, Timber Sounders, was it like two weeks ago? And um, they wore this kit. Okay, so they bust that out for the rivalry game kind of thing. Yeah, so they ha- yeah, I think maybe this might be the secondary kit, then they have a third one after this. But uh, I've seen them wear it a couple times now. Nice. Well, I'm sporting the. Uh, I got old school Chelsea. I'm wearing a Chebchenko uh, jersey from his his golden days. Uh, Timeless. Back in the late 2000s, there. So yeah, there's our kits. Um, I think the first thing we got to talk about this week are the sanctions that are going on in addition to you know all these injuries that that have been going on and or, over the international break uh, you just said you're watching usa last night uh pulisic he picked up an ankle injury and subbed out in like the 62nd minute so speaking of chelsea speaking of usa uh it's an injury he maybe wasn't going to start but uh just one of the many injuries but as for these sanctions here Pretty much, I don't know, there's at least five teams that are affected by this, more so, you know, the big ones, just because you got the guys in, on the Brazil team that are uh, probably, it's looking like it probably they'll won't be able to play this weekend, um, something to keep an eye on. 
So what are your initial thoughts, I guess, on just this whole what's going on in general and the fact that, you know, Richarlison is being excluded from this whole bit? It's just, uh, you know, as if uh, an international break didn't give us enough uncertainty heading into the match week. You know, there's we play three matches that we kind of get a good idea of who's starting, who's playing. And then we and then uh, quickly, let's go play three matches or two matches in in, uh, two weeks and, you know, add injuries in there. And there's just a lot of uncertainty Um, with that being said. Some of the uncertainty can can bring some pretty good value, I think. Um, So, like you said, uh, you know, uh, Man City could be down to their third goalkeeper. They could be playing Scott Carson. Rafina could be out for Leeds. Um, the whole Richarlison thing is funny for Everton and Brazil. It's just like, what, what does good relations mean um, in the in, in the spectrum of like playing some of the best players where there's a ton of money at stake for club and player? Um, so there, there's a, so much uncertainty that I'll be we'll really need to keep an eye on it. And just for the right, you know, we're, we're recording here on a, on a Thursday morning. So we're, we're still not sure what's going to happen quite yet. But uh, I think with that said, like there's a lot of uncertainty and if we get some, some good news, like some final news here, it might be, be a good chance to pounce on a couple different bets. Yeah. So I guess today's Thursday, uh, September 9th here. And a, a lot of the stuff was coming out yesterday on Wednesday and it, as of now, we kind of don't know like when anything's really going to happen. They could decide if these players aren't going to play today. They could decide tomorrow. This could be something that pops up, I don't know, Saturday morning even. So it's definitely something to look at in the odds. Uh, there's one thing I I looked at because I already was I already wrote about them. Earlier in the week, Liverpool were closer to about one, minus 140, minus 150. And now they're done like, – saw yesterday it might have been down to minus 110 minus 115 but now they're minus 125 so i feel like a lot of people are kind of they're looking at what's going to happen here uh because you know uh firmino alison and uh fabinho yeah fabinho so these guys won't play but on the other end Leeds might not have their best player in rafinha so yeah uh, it's definitely something that you have to keep an eye on if you're betting. Uh, I probably wouldn't put anything in right now if you're looking at any of the teams who are going to miss a couple players because, I mean, that could change a lot. I guess it depends on the situation because I'm going to talk about Liverpool a little bit here. So yeah. I just uh, – <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's just kind of a wait and see, I guess. Um, otherwise – you throw that in with all the international injuries and it's kind of a mess. This, this first week back from the break is kind of a mess, but yeah. Uh, otherwise, you notice anything else over the break or are we ready to get into our best bets here? Um, nothing, you know, nothing over the break that I, besides the, the total uncertainty that we have right now that I think is worth, worth noting. Um, there's a couple of good bets here. I think that we can get into and, um, and uh, hopefully, you know, we get back on the winning side of things here. I know we went into our futures last week and uh, excited to, you know, get focused back on the Premier League after a, a slight break. Yeah, so game week four here. It's uh, the last game week. There was a lot of smaller favorites, but it looks like we're kind of back on to the, you know, good teams against bad teams kind of thing. We also got the possible debut of guys like uh, Ronaldo and what we got Manchester United. You can get them up to minus 500 here uh, at home against Newcastle, Chelsea minus a little more than minus 300 against Villa at home. And then it's kind of a, 
mix and match here. A lot of equal teams playing against each other. Uh, Arsenal are minus 200 home against Norwich. Uh, something something interesting. Yeah. And looking here at our Roto-Wire page, uh, I just said minus 125, but we got minus 133 at MGM. I think DraftKings actually has the minus 125. So uh, just some numbers there to look at. And all right, so... Give us what you got here. What's the uh, what's the best bet of the week? Yeah, there's there's two different bets that I think that you could really consider here. West Ham Southampton, West Ham at plus one forty five is a is a pretty good bet. I mean, they've been so good to start the season. Like, um, you know, they've they've won twice and then uh, drew Crystal Palace all while scoring like a ton of goals. That first match, they scored six goals. Uh, they followed up with uh, five goals against Leicester City, where Leicester City was a man down, so that should be noted. But uh, and then four goals against Crystal Palace on that two-two draw. So two. Th- so the first thing being uh, West Ham to win at plus one forty-five, put down ten bucks, get about twenty-five or for a net of twenty-five, and then um, the over three and a half goals is plus one seventy. If you really felt confident in that, and then another thing about that is that Southampton has also uh, conceded or also been in games where there's been a few fair bit of goals uh, in the first game. There was four goals, second game two goals, and then uh, four goals in the, in the third game here. So, all that being said, I think there's the opportunity for to uh, to take West Ham and then take that over. Um, there's a couple other ones here, but I think to, I'm going to lock in that best bet with uh, West Hampton or West Hampton, uh, West Ham at plus one, <laughs> plus one forty five to win. Um, and then uh, if you really wanted to uh, double down, uh, go with the over at plus one, over three and a half goals at plus one seventy. Okay, okay, yeah, I'm. Uh, I like I like the over one a little bit more, uh, just because you know you got these two back lines who haven't really performed all that well in these opening games uh west ham they could start kurt zuma it'll it would be his first match and i believe he's been away with france over the international break so he hasn't really been with the team so he probably won't start uh, but something to look at um but yeah i kind of i'm kind of staying away from just you know the away teams i guess you, you could say uh I looked at uh, what Southampton a couple couple matches ago. They're home against Manchester United. I believe they drew that one, one one. I'm just kind of scared, I guess is the word you could say, just a little bit of taking some of these away teams, especially like uh, West Ham, who don't have you know a consistent back line. They just they just drew Crystal Palace two two. So I'm kind of I'm kind of iffy on that one, but I'll go with I'll, I'll go with your over three and a half for sure. Also, when I was writing my article, I also like the. Uh, they're at DraftKings. You can get you can bet on bands. Like you can bet on a team to score one. There'll be a total of one to four goals, or two to three goals, or you know however many goals are going to be in this match. And I saw you can get if you want two to three goals, it's plus one twenty. Three to four goals, that's plus one sixty. I kind of like the the uh, yeah. three to four goals right there because if you're betting over two and a half goals it's minus 240 or i'm sorry it's minus 140 so you're losing all kinds of value right there right um i mean the main thing with that you're just hoping it's not like three three or, or three two but um <laughs> <laughs> do you have any favorite uh bands there i guess no i i have not looked into those like you have but like yeah. the three to four is interesting but uh and then gives you a little bit of value you said it was like plus 160 yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so that's, I mean, pretty decent odds if you're, you know, really think that they can get that done. But yeah, I just think that, you know, we're, we're both aligned on the fact that we think there's going to be a fair bit of goals on the, in this West Ham-Southampton game. Yeah, it uh, it makes sense. I grabbed the Newcastle over the prior game week, and it, I think it was 0-0 in the first half, and then uh, Newcastle-Southampton combined for four goals in the second half, including a late penalty by uh, Southampton to equalize, but um, yeah, I'm stick. I, I like it though. I'm sticking with you know the overs in, in those Southampton games because their their defense just hasn't played all that well in I don't know in a year in six months. They've yeah. just haven't looked very good, and they lost Vestergaard, so that's not helping at all. Yeah. All right. So my best bet. Um, again, I post a weekly article at rotowire.com, so you can check that out. I deep dive and do a few more plays um so give that a look but i'm also grabbing something from that article and i'm i don't know i'm kind of uh i don't know he kind of seems like a beginner move my best bet is going to be a parlay here um uh, <laughs> doesn't sound all that good to say uh, I, like I was it. gonna go <laughs> i was gonna go with an upset like brentford or something but i'll go I, you can still get good odds on this parlay is what i'll say so we're going back. Chelsea, they're at home. You can get them about minus 340 uh, to beat Aston Villa. And, I mean, the biggest question, I think, might be the Lukaku apparently has some kind of thigh issue. I don't know. They haven't uh, they haven't had their press conference yet, so I'm not entirely sure what his status will be. Uh, but either way, I'm still kind of betting against Aston Villa and what has been a slow start for them. Uh, without Jack Grealish, and I, I feel pretty confident, you know, just the way Chelsea play, they're going to control possession, and uh, Villa's back line is is hit or miss, really, and I believe, and and Ezri Kanza, he is questionable to play with uh, some kind of injury. Mings is back from a cracked rib, um, but I just think they're still figuring things out kind of without uh, Grealish, and I don't, I'm not sure they're going to score against Chelsea. And then the other one is uh, Liverpool to beat Leeds. This one's a little tougher just because they're playing at Leeds. And uh, these teams had a couple interesting games, fun games uh, last season. I guess the most recent result, which was uh, probably disappointing for you as a Liverpool fan, uh, Leeds had, this was back in April as a 1 1 draw, but Leeds had 62% of uh, the possession in the match. Um, but once you look, you know, you dive into the lineups a bit, uh, Fabinho and Ozan Kabak uh, were playing center back in that match. Um, I think Liverpool, they opened the season looking kind of like the team they did two seasons ago, uh, not not really like the team they did last season. And, you know, they might miss Alisson, they might miss Fabinho, they might miss Firmino. I'm, they're going to be fine. Like, they still got Jota up front. They still got a pretty deep midfield. Thiago uh, Alcantara, he's... Yeah, he hasn't started yet this season. He could start. Uh, he's just been working on his fitness, and they got a better back line in general. And I think you can get you can get them at if you're getting them at minus one twenty five is what I'm currently seeing. I could take that straight up by itself. Again, this is this is a bet a parlay that's going to expand two days because Chelsea play Saturday and Liverpool play Sunday. But combine those uh, with a lot odds that you're getting right now, you can get plus one thirty two. Um, so I feel like I'm talking five minutes here, but that's what you get in a parlay. <laughs> um, yeah. what, are you, what are your thoughts on that? 
Yeah, no, I, you mentioned the the minus one twenty five for Liverpool to win, and I think that's you know if you didn't even if you didn't want that parlay, that's something to consider because that's that's pretty decent odds. And Liverpool without Fabinho or Firmino, Firmino is you know they'll they can plug that in, but without Allison, you know that that makes it a little riskier. But uh, Leeds without Rafinha potentially is even more like you know on the spectrum of who misses who more. I think Leeds would miss Rafinha the most. Um, so yeah, I think that, I think that's a good bet. And I would really focus on the Liverpool minus 125 to win. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you don't get that parlay and like I said, you got, you got the Liverpool game on Sunday and what is it might be only the, uh, is that the only Sunday game? Cause there's one, yeah, um, there's seven, there's eight tomorrow. So I okay. think if there's one Monday, then that would be, we'll just look at the FanDuel main slate and. There's seven games on that one, so pretty large slate. And yeah. then there must be, and then the plus the early game, so there must be a Monday match as well. Yeah, Everton home against Burnley is Monday, so yeah, pretty weird schedule. Yeah. Um, but you got seven games there, so if if you're into parlays, there's a lot of parlay uh, <laughs> options there. Uh, do you like anything else uh, going on this weekend? Yeah, I know. I mean, the theme of this has been like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> With these FIFA sanctions, right. and, uh, the, I mean, probably the most attractive game to watch this this week, I think, just from a pure like town standpoint, is that Leicester Man City, Leicester City Man City match. Um, Leicester could be down if Ederson doesn't play, and Zach Steffens in the COVID nineteen protocol. I think they could be down to Scott Carson and that, uh, which you know, Scott Carson, a professional footballer. <laughs> but he's still Scott Carson. And um, yeah. so that like that just adds another wrinkle into the fold. And so it's like, well, that being said, uh, you know, Leicester City could be without Johnny Evans. They, they're without Fafana. Um, Ricardo Pereira's a doubt. Uh, J- James Justin's a doubt. Like their back line is just like pretty uncertain at this point. And so uh, all that said, there's a couple of interesting uh, over three and a half goals is plus 180. Over four and a half goals is plus 400. Uh, Man City have scored five goals in the past two matches each. And then um, Leicester City recently uh, conceded four against West Ham. Um, that being said, there was a, a caveat being they did have, I forget who got red carded in that match for Leicester City, but they did have a red card there. Yeah, so. Iose Perez. Yeah, he's still out. Yeah, so. You know, that would be another one to take a peek at. Um, just And, uh, you know, it's an exciting game. So I think uh, the the over and even um, there's some crazy odds, I think, where you could, if you thought Leicester City could get the job done, um, you could get them at plus 475 to win or 320 draw. Uh, even Man City, you know, so I'd, <laughs> what I'm saying here is there's just so much we don't know about who's going to play in that one. So if, if we find yeah. a little bit more information out, it would be worth you know, being like, okay, well, you know, this X player is going to be in a starting 11. Let's, let's swing it this way. Yeah. Like uh, for the sanctions, that'd be uh, Jesus is out up front as well. Uh, so that's another guy. And I don't think De Bruyne or Foden are ready to start. But one thing with that game, uh, looking back at last year's results. So they played last, uh, last April, Manchester city won two zero at Leicester, but then you had that weird game early in the season, September, uh, Leicester City won five to two at Manchester City, which was, you know, it was just one of those weird games that kind of came out of nowhere. Um, so in this matchup, you're you know Manchester City, they're they're gonna get possession and all that. So it's gonna be up to Vardy and whoever else starts up front, Harvey Barnes, maybe Nacho. Yeah, Nacho's gonna get a start. 
maybe you can go with that. Like right now, you can get plus four ninety for a win. I wouldn't take a, I wouldn't bet on a draw in this match. I think one yeah. one of these teams is going to win. But yeah, with Scott Carson in goal, uh, like communication on the back line is very important. It's not, it's not just about you know the goalkeeper and what he can provide. It's it's also about communication. And when you got a team like Leicester who's going to focus on the counterattack, that's going to be pretty important. So, um, yeah, that's definitely something uh, to consider. Just, you know, plus 490 odds for a straight-up upset there. And they're at home. So, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely something that's interesting. Um, but, yeah, otherwise, got a pretty interesting slate. A lot of even games. Brighton, Brentford, West Ham, Southampton, Wolverhampton, Watford. Um, so, some pretty – Interesting things are going on. Um, again, reminder about the injuries coming back from the international break. That's the one thing that I'd look at. Go to rotowire.com, check out the injuries and see what's going on. Because right now, like if you want to bet Tottenham to win, they probably have, I mean, including the uh, the sanctions. And uh, they have the guys from Argentina, uh, Sanchez and Romero. Those guys are out. So their back line, I'm not, we're not really sure who's going to start at center back for Tottenham in this game. Eric Dyer's there, um, but they could move Tanganga uh, back to center back or Joe Roden. Looks like he's healthy again. He could start. And then you still got uh, Steven Bergwine. Uh, he picked up something while with Netherlands, uh, Sonny Boy, Son Heung Min. He picked up something with South Korea, uh, Oliver Skip, who started the first three matches. He picked up something, I think, with the U21s. So, Obviously, you got to look at injuries before making bets. That's the main thing. If sometimes I usually wait until, you know, the morning of when the lineups come out to put something in just because you don't you don't know who's going to start. And that changes everything. And then sometimes there's injuries that pop up out of nowhere. Um, It it was uh, two weeks ago, Aston Villa. They had they had two guys. Tyrone Mings had had the cracked rib. He was a late, late scratch at wasn't news you know 24 hours beforehand but all of a sudden he's out of the lineup and then got Tuan Zebe starting that game but just stuff like that happens so uh, if you're not overly confident in something definitely look at the lineups before they come out otherwise uh, that's all we got for today Chris uh, thanks for joining yeah thanks yep and uh, again like and subscribe wherever you listen or if you're on YouTube. Again, this has been Kits and Wagers. All right, thank you. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.